Because many of us are stuck at home these days, we may have fears that we're not learning as much. But in the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. These past few months have proven to be an opportunity for us to learn new things that we probably wouldn't have had the time before. And it's made me wonder more about what education actually looks like. When I say the word education, what do you think of? A school? Books? A teacher? A classroom? These are all traditional ideas of education, but today I will talk to you about non-traditional forms of education outside of a classroom, not from a textbook. These include internet forums, social media, and online project-based lessons. Sure, you won't end up with a fancy degree, but you can still learn valuable skills, and better yet, for free. So let's start with internet forums. I use this term pretty broadly to refer to thread-based websites that promote discussion on certain topics. Stack Overflow, for example, is no stranger to those who code. It's styled in a question and answer format, and many people refer to this website when coding or learning to use some software. Forums represent an international community of peers and experts in a topic. Reddit is another example of one that promotes discussion. If your goal is to be educated, find a forum that suits your interest. Reddit has many subreddits for various topics. Can't find one? Well then make one. Stick to a small or medium-sized community that's focused on a topic. Otherwise, drama, clickbait, fake news, bots, and even oversimplification may plague a forum when it gets too big. There's also the threat of a hive mind. I think forums that are focused on a technical knowledge rather than politics or current events are more reliable places to browse. Physics forum is a good example. In undergrad, I was pretty shy and did not have much friends, so I used physics forum to ask questions. Of course, I also spoke to professors. This was just supplementary. You'd be surprised how internet forums can make you feel like you're part of a community. And being in a community of inquiry is important when learning anything new. Comment sections on any website or app replicate internet forums too. The comment section, for example, on TikTok gives some insight into how young people speak and feel. And on that note, let's consider social media. So social media such as Instagram, Twitter, TikTok are great tools to find new ideas and network with skilled people. On Instagram, for example, there are accounts dedicated to uh, Toronto history, black history, new types of art, and so on. Find accounts that are rich, where the descriptions give you, say, fun facts, or where the images themselves inform you about something new. Whether or not you like social media, it is accessible for many people. So you can hear and see from people who would not or could not become formal educators. Another thing, on Instagram, someone's profile can be used as their resume. If you see an artist, for example, whose page you like, then usually they also do commissions. You can ask them to make a certain drawing and collaborate with them to get it to how you want it to look. You can contact people who make YouTube tutorials to see what their opinion is of your work. We often look at things online as a spectator and not as a participant. Do you see art you like on Instagram? Well then go ahead and contact the artist for a poster or ask them if they can draw you something. Do you have questions about a textbook? Well, contact the author. Do you have a valid point in a discussion? Then go ahead and post it. Look at what young influencers do to collaborate. The simple DM does the trick. So sure, this may not always give you a response, 
but you'd be surprised. If you contact someone with say less than 20,000 followers or subscribers, then they usually do respond from my experience. TikTok is an app, something like Instagram, but where a single post takes up your entire screen. Posts are videos and many industry professionals use it now. They give useful tips from their field. I've seen educators who also use it to teach things quickly. This is helpful for people who are scared to learn new things because they seem confusing. Whereas giving up up to 60 seconds of your time is not as daunting. Just a reminder, anyone can give advice on the app, but it's your better judgment to determine if it's good advice. Again, if your goal is education, then keep your focus on that. Otherwise, you may just be watching videos and images of things that look cool, but may not be something you can really use. Let's look at some examples of TikTok videos that are educational or inspiring. Riddle of the day. What is the sum of all the whole numbers between one and 100? So one plus two plus three plus four, all the way to 100. You might've heard of this before. It actually goes along with a very famous urban legend of the great mathematician Gauss, who was said to have been given this question by a teacher who just wanted to keep the kids quiet and busy for some time. But while the other kids were plugging away at their calculators, Gauss realized he could add them in whatever order he liked. So if you add one plus 100, that makes 101. Two plus 99 makes 101. Three plus 98 makes 101. And 50 plus 51 makes 101. You can do that with every number, you can find a matching pair. So you have 50 pairs, each of them summing up to 101. 50 times 101, and the answer is 5,050. If people don't understand what you do, they won't buy from you or tell their friends about you. So here is how to write a one sentence statement for your business. Number one, start with what makes you different. I'll use my web design business as an example and we're easy to use. Number two, say exactly what it is that you do in very simple language. My company sells website templates. Now number three, add what the customer will do or accomplish using your product or service. We're going to help people launch quickly with our website templates. And number four, finish with how this will affect their life long term. They're going to start killing it online because they have a launched and live website. Now, string it all together in this exact order and add in some words so it makes sense. And there you have it. The phrase is our easy to use website templates will help you launch quickly so you can start killing it online. In education, it's important that things are brought to our attention, not that we're always searching for knowledge. The way I see it, there are three types of knowledge. The first, things that we know. For example, I know how to make a YouTube video. The second, things we know that we don't know. For example, I don't know how to make a Shane Dawson level YouTube video. <laughs> and lastly, there are things we don't know that we don't know. I hope that last one doesn't sound confusing. It simply means that there are things we aren't even aware that we don't know. This last one is crucial for growth. That's why it's good to stay connected to some type of network so that random new things can be brought to your attention. For example, think about TV in the 1990s. You would flip around and sometimes you would find something new and interesting, but you didn't know to search for it. It was just available to you. This type of knowledge prevents us from being stuck in a bubble. The last type of non-traditional education I'll cover is project-based lessons. Project-based lessons are a great way to preoccupy self-isolators. 
These are essentially videos or interactive courses where you have to make something. These videos and classes are relatively short compared to a traditional course. For example, think of a 15 minute video or a 3 hour video. This allows the user to practice what they're taught, make something new at what they learned, and then search up another skill after they feel satisfied that they've conquered the first. There is no time constraint, and sometimes you are also provided with reference files to work on. I like these because you feel like you can do something new after. For instance, I've been watching lots of tutorials on Adobe After Effects and made some animations with it. I personally really enjoy project-based lessons. It eliminates the stress from time constraints that a traditional course has, it's great for slow learners who need time to process things, and it's great for people who often find themselves busy. Great for people with anxiety as well. Another thing, the focus is on making something. You aren't taught absolutely every aspect of Adobe After Effects, you aren't expected to do a formal test, and you aren't given homework. You just follow along, you rewind if you need to, and you do what skills you need to complete a project. This is easier, more fun, and less stressful. More importantly, you're still learning. And when working on a project, you end up organically learning how tools work, which is more satisfying, I think. You build your skill set after each project, and you have something new to show after each class. For example, I like to post my animations on Instagram and Giphy, or Jiffy, depending how you pronounce it. Having an audience for your work is a big motivator, not only for students, but for anyone. Project-based lessons changed my perception of learning as well. For example, when watching lessons on Adobe After Effects, I don't make notes. I rewind, or reread, do some research, or copy and paste code. There are project-based learning platforms outside of YouTube, but please do research before considering to pay for anything non-accredited. If you're paying for a learning service that is non-accredited, you should really ensure that you are learning something very valuable that you can use. And consider if it's really worth it overtaking an accredited course. Otherwise, you may just be doing things that are simply scratching the surface in a field and end up with a false sense that you are learning enough. That's a waste of your money. Oversimplification to appeal to the average person is a problem with many learning services. Don't treat learning something new as something on a checklist. Services prey on that mentality. Another thing, some learning services are straight up scams, so research, research, research. I just want to note, nothing in this video was meant to put down traditional forms of education, like school and university. Those are very important, because they ensure that an individual is skilled enough in a certain area without gaps in their knowledge. It guarantees a solid foundation and guarantees to future employers that you are qualified in a field. But just think about the learners and educators who get to be included in non-traditional forms of education. We don't get to experience a certain group of educators when we enroll in traditional educational institutions. Who are they? They're people who don't have time to be a full-time educator. They're freelancers, people who work in industry, people who work several jobs, or simply people who don't have the time to get the credentials to become educators or even creators who simply don't want to be full-time educators. They're still valuable sources of knowledge. Some of them are on the cutting edge of their fields, creating something new. Teaching a short lesson on YouTube is not too big of a commitment for them. 
Think of non-traditional education as supplementary to traditional education. Lastly, non-traditional education isn't just online. We're learning when we talk to people, when we cook, when we create, when we explore, and so on. Let me know what you think about non-traditional education. Comment down below and subscribe for more content. See you!